and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brick Roberts. This is a podcast where Ash and I talk about our lives and every 15 episodes mention reality TV. You know, the podcast started with good intentions, but it has evolved like all of us. I mean, are we doing our jobs as humans on this planet if we are not constantly evolving? Folks, you have a couple of weeks to listen to our Patreon episodes from October 2021. We just dropped the first one, and it's all about Halloween 1978, the original John Carpenter's Halloween. Which, spoiler alert, I loved. And so I did a deep dive into trivia and facts, and Nick and I discuss um, all of those little interesting uh, pieces of information. In the next few days, we will be dropping the second and ultimate, meaning final, Patreon episode, bonus episode where we talk about uh, Halloween 2018, directed by David Gordon Green, and the sequel, Halloween Kills, which Ash and I saw in the theaters the other day. So if you want a little Halloween fix before the Patreon goes away, and you want it from Nick and Ash, go join real quick, listen to all our episodes, and then get the hell out of there. Yeah, there's a back catalog to explore and enjoy. I gotta be honest, a couple of you did it. A couple of you did it. So I'm glad that people are signing up like I asked uh, last week. So thank you very much. We appreciate, we appreciate, we appreciate. So this podcast is all in my hands. Um, I Nick said, what are we going to talk about? I said, don't worry, I have a list. Do you want to know the topics? And he said, no, let's just let it roll. I say, let it rip live on air. So the first thing I want to talk about is this very morning. That's right. The morning of Monday, October 18th, I woke up at a startling 6 a.m. Nick, were you surprised when I woke up at 6 a.m.? Yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't know what the hell you were doing. Um, (laughs) I had to ask. Nick and I are nothing if not night people and very much not morning people. We very rarely get up before 8 a.m. Look, I think that we've structured our lives in a way that is... um, it is, uh, it, it is. how do I say, it gives way to that. It gives way to a, uh, a late morning. Because when we were in New York City, we were performing comedy at night. You're out, you're doing a show at 9, you're doing a show at 10, you're getting home at 11, you're getting home at 12, then you got to decompress, then it's 2 a.m., okay? So our lives are structured to accommodate sleeping in, and I will say that that has been the case since we've been here in New Jersey. But this morning I woke up at 6 a.m. and boy, oh boy, I was awake. Why was that? You didn't go to bed that early. No, I really didn't. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what happened. (laughs) I just was fully awake. It was 6 a.m. and I was fully awake. And usually when that happens, I roll over. I put a pillow over my head. I try to go back to sleep. I go, oh, Ashley, you're going to regret this. Go back to sleep. Um, but this, this, a couple of things have been bouncing around in my head, um, revolving around the idea of sunrises. First and foremost, my uncle, about a year ago, maybe a half a year ago, I don't really know, I don't understand time anymore, he said to me, um, just very casually in a conversation, that you only get so many sunrises in this life. You only get so many opportunities to view sunrises. And at the time I was like, well, that's pretty freaking morbid, but it's taken on this like new, in my mind, it has percolated, it's ruminated, it's stewed in its own juices. And it has become something that's kind of exciting. Like, Ooh, you only get so many sunrises. I got to go see my sunrises. So that's kind of been popping around in my brain. Also, just talked to my friend Marlena Rodriguez, who lives in LA, 
and she and I went to Mexico in 2018, and one morning I woke up, and I was putting on my clothes to go watch the sunrise in Mexico, and she said, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to go watch the sunrise, and she said, I'm coming with you, okay? That is special because that never happens. In my life, when I have gotten up to watch the sunrise, may I say five or six times, and someone else has been there in those five or six times, and I say, I'm going to go watch the sunrise, they go, okay. And then they roll over and go back to sleep, which is what Nick did. So I got up at 6 a.m. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to go watch the sunrise. And you thought? I was like, okay. You weren't like, should I should go with her? I thought a little bit. I was like, eh, maybe I'll go too. But I wasn't up because I was awake. I was up because you got up and caused a stir. <laughs> and then I had to go pee. And that was about it. So, okay. so I mean, I wasn't. If I would have been lying by being like, yeah, let's go watch the sunrise. I needed more sleep. I went to bed later than you. Uh, I'm now not. I'm not in a in any way. I used to not care about getting a certain amount of hours of sleep. I would just take whatever I got and I still take what I get in some ways but when I can I do need to get as close to like seven hours of sleep as possible or the day just doesn't really work for me Mm. Um, and I last night the night before didn't get seven hours of sleep I think I got less than that and I was like I need to if we're gonna do the podcast and I have a whole bunch of other like shitty things I have to do today in order to to get us closer to leaving New Jersey and going to Los Angeles. I need to get like close to seven hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. So copy that. Um I thought better of it, basically. So I get up, I get dressed. I've also realized so I wake up and I'm like, okay, I'm not going back to sleep. I've been thinking about sunrises. I'm gonna go see the sunrise at the freaking beach. We've lived here for a year and a half and I have not once watched the sunrise over the ocean. Like, what am I doing with my life? And um, before I go any further, though, have we ever watched a sunrise together? I do not think we have, Nick. Nick Maritato. I don't know. You don't put any sort of, you're not like intrigued by sunrises. There's no magic there for you. Have you ever seen a sunrise? Yeah, of course. Have you? Yes. It's when it goes up. (laughs) You've purposefully gone to watch a sunrise. It's when it goes up in the air. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> we've seen sunrises because we've gone to work and we've had to get up early and we see the sunrise. But have you ever, like, been like, I'm waking up and I'm going out to see it? Has that ever been I like- don't know. I, 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 you know, I'm old. So things have happened in my life that I don't really recall. You're so not that old. I'm pretty old. You are as old as Frenchie. I'm as old as Big Frenchie. Brother 23. Big Brother 23. Which yeah. is weird. Um, I, you know, we'll say no, cause that's what you want me to say. So I, I'm just curious. No. I don't want you I don't to say think that. So. I will just say, I don't, I can't, I can't recall that I have, but I don't know. Okay. It doesn't so seem outlandish. I get up, I make a cup of coffee. I start walking to the beach. First thing I notice is the boardwalk has a bunch. It's dark, by the way. Sun has not started to rise yet. It's still dark. Um, the boardwalk has a bunch of sunrise walkers. I'm talking, Everyone is in their 70s and they're speed walking on the boardwalk and it's clear they do this every morning because they are all saying hi to each other by name. Hi, Jill. Good morning, Todd. 
Hi, Dan. They're passing each other, saying hello, waving. It's just like this happens every morning. How old? I would say 70s. Yeah, I would say everyone looked to be retired. I mean, we live in a retirement community. The idea that we live in a retirement community has not fully sunken in until this morning when I was like, wow, everyone here is over 60. Like, everyone. I'm... uh sort of anticipating what it's going to be like to live around sort of younger folks again. I can't wait to see a child. No, that's not what I was talking about. I'm <laughs> saying like people like sub 50. Right. Yeah. People <laughs> our age. I mean, we can go to Asbury Park, right? You know, and yeah. we see people there who are our age. Hey, you're not an old person. What's up? And then they're like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Yo, what's up, man? Like, you know, the youngins talk. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting because uh, we're moving into like uh, an apartment complex in Los Angeles. And I have a feeling that uh, it's going to be like people our age. Yeah, I hope. I think it will as well. Um, Okay, so I get to the boardwalk. Everybody's power walking. They're all saying hi to each other. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out onto the beach. I'm just going to walk onto the sand, sit at the beach, watch the sunrise. So I walk down there and then I look over and I see that the pier is completely empty. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to go sit at the pier. You mean uh, Pier Petey? Down there, there's a guy down there. That's a little it. doll. There's, there's like a little doll down there. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird, but he's down there. He's down there. There's like a someone has put a doll at the end of the pier, and it's like poor. It's like the town's mascot, I guess. Um, he's like a fisherman doll. Hard to explain, but anyway. So I start walking to the pier, and as I, of course, as I start walking, I see two people enter the pier, and I'm like, oh great, here we go. One guy stops. Um, so you guys know what a pier looks like, right? So you know that the benches on the pier going up the pier, they are all uh, faced east and west. So they all face the beach. And then there's two benches right at the end. I mean, they don't face east and west, excuse me. They face north and south. And then there's two benches right at the end of the pier that face east, okay? So those two benches are prime sunrise benches. And I was like, great, these two people are going to get it. Uh, okay, whatever. So I start walking and um, one of the guys, he has a chair with him and he sets a chair up at one of the benches on the north side, but it's facing east and he puts his feet up on one of the benches and he pulls out a mug of coffee and it's clear that this guy does this every day. Like everything about the way he sat down, the way he put up his stuff, the bench he picked, like this is this guy's ritual. One may say he might have uh, woken up under the boardwalk, under the pier, and then gone up and had his coffee on top of the pier. Like, he's like a homeless, crazy vagabond. No, I wouldn't. I didn't get any of those vibes from him at all. I got, like, yeah, grandpa. I got those vibes. I got, I got a vibes. grandpa vibe. He has, like, a little blanket he put over Grandpas his knees. Grandpas can be transient uh, drifters. Vag- drifters, yeah. <laughs> Not in this rich-ass town. You don't, you don't think a, a grandpa has ever drifted town to town, slitting the throats of every woman he crosses? I've lived here for a year and a half, and I have not seen one homeless person enter this town. Um, what's up with that? Isn't that odd? What's up with that? <sighs> it's truly a division of the classes here on the Jersey Shore. Anyway, so then the other guy is just hoofing it to the end of the boardwalk, and he picks the best bench and he sits down and I go, I don't want to sit right next to this guy. I will also sit on one of these side benches and then I'll just sit on the side of the bench so that I can look out at the east. So I do that and the sun is starting to rise. Things are getting lighter. The sky's getting lighter. 
I'm overwhelmed by the beauty of nature. All of a sudden, to my left, someone is speeding past me, hoofing it, okay? And they're going directly to the bench at the end where the dude is sitting. And then they walk right up and they start setting up a foot away from that guy, a $5,000 camera. I mean, it's clearly like this person's there to take this pictures of the sunrise. And then I'm like, they must know the person sitting in the bench. Why else would they be that close to them? There's so much room. Okay. The sun has not risen. <laughs> it's, it's, the beach is still dark. The sky's getting light, but like there's no reason to be two feet away from someone unless they are part of your close personal family. And um, then the guy who's sitting down is like, you, you can have this bench. And he gets up and moves over to the other bench. And the camera guy is like, oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's just like this corner right here is the best shot and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this asshole came up and m- used his body, okay, to force this other person to move over. Made him uncomfortable. And then the guy moved over. So I'm pissed. Okay, the sunrise is happening and your girl is mad. Then I start to relax a little bit because all these other older men keep shuffling in and we all get settled and now it's time for the show. It's time for the big show. And I will say that watching the sunrise um, in a retirement community is 80% people clearing their throats, um, 10% blankets over knees, and 10% the majesty of nature. Okay. Nick, how are, how are you in the story? Is this boring you? No, it's not boring me. Are you enjoying this? Yeah, I wanted to know what was going on with you while you were acting like such a fucking crazy person running <laughs> out, out the house at 6 o'clock in the morning. Because I did. A guy walked past me. I go, what are you doing? And you were like, I'm going to look at the sunrise? <laughs> and I was like, okay, don't drink all the almond milk. <laughs> and then I went back to bed. Um, because we're running out of almond milk, and my grandma will not be able to drink her tea without that almond milk. So that's all that I worry about all day long. As I noticed last night, there was about one cup of almond milk left, and I go, fuck, if Ashley wakes up before me and she drinks all this almond milk, now my grandma can't have her tea, and I don't have to go find the almond milk when she wakes up. And then I was like, I hope I see Ashley before she gets up. And you got up at 6 o'clock in the morning, so I had to make sure that I told you to not. Because you probably would have went downstairs and made a cup of coffee, right? Yeah, which I did. I made a cup of coffee, but I just drank it black. Right, but you would have used the rest of that almond Probably, milk. yeah. Man, I'm so good. See, this is what, <laughs> that's my sunrise, is being having an anxious feeling, like, burning in my gut. Being like, I have to fucking let her know before she drinks all the almond milk, and my whole day's ruined. And then so I get up and I did that. So that's basically what was going on with me. And I thought it was interesting that you were on your own adventure. Now, yes, if that guy set up next to me, I'd be so fucking pissed. Let me uh, take uh, this moment to, to, to go on a quick aside very quickly. I was at the gym yesterday. I was on the treadmill. Lots of treadmills open. Some asshole just got on the treadmill right next to me for some fucking reason. I luckily was ending my treadmill thing. But I wanted to look at this guy like, you're an asshole, you asshole guy. Like, what are you doing? Like, A, COVID, B, like, just personal space. We're running and sweating. Like, why do we have to be right next to one another when there's other treadmills open, you freak? And not only that, he was, like, tying his shoes or stretching, tying his shoes tighter and putting his foot up where everybody puts their hands. Mm. And, like... I'm like wiping down the thing and like I'm right there and he's got his foot like in my face and I could tell that this guy was like, oh shit, my foot's in this guy's foot. He didn't fucking, 
realized that what he was doing was like the biggest asshole move you could do right now at the gym, other than sweating all over a machine and not wiping it down, which another guy does that. Anyway, let's finish your nice story about the sunrise. You were saying you were saying blankets over knees. Yeah, so I'm sitting there on the pier with all the old people. And um, slowly as the sun, there's also like a, a line of clouds right on the horizon where the sky meets the ocean. So at first it looks like, I don't know, like a cityscape because it's so dark, like the clouds look like buildings, but they're getting lighter and lighter as the sun is rising and people, more and more people are coming and the pier is really populating. And that's when I decide I'm, you know what, I've had enough of all these people start people, a family comes with their dogs, still an old family, by the way, a group of old people come with dogs and like the dog kind of like lunges at me. I'm like, what is this chaos? Um, so I decided to move down to the I mean, beach. You immediately called the police, had the dog put down. Then you went on the beach. <laughs> I go down to the beach. Wait, I hold on. Did that really happen? No. Okay. I go down to the beach, go down to walk on the beach. That's when I see like the only other person my age. They are sitting under the pier with their mug of coffee. And I was like, that person knows what to do to avoid the chaos because they have their back up against one of the pier posts. And um, I'm, we're watching the sunrise. We're watching the sunrise. The, the tips of the clouds start to become golden, you know, as the sun is rising. And um, I'm realizing like the sun has risen. But it's behind the clouds, so none of us can see it. So we're all just like, we're waiting and we're waiting. And then the tips of the clouds get like neon yellow and then like gold. They're just like bright, this bright gold. And then and then the sun peeks out and then, and then the sun is there. And then I realize I'm just like staring at the sun. Like I'm like, oh, I'm just looking right at this. I'm not supposed to do that. So then I look away. There's like a little black dot everywhere. And I'm like, shit, I looked at the sun too long. I got to get out of here. So then I start hoofing it back to the house. I drop off my mug. I go to Odyssey Coffee, which is our morning coffee place. I'd love to see you hoof it. Be hilarious. What the hell is that supposed to mean? You just run funny. <laughs> I get to Odyssey. I'm thinking about like, wow, that was such a wonderful experience. I can't wait to tell Nick about it. Um, I'm definitely going to make Nick watch a sunrise with me before we go. I've already decided I'm going to watch every sunrise there is while we're here. I'm already thinking like, this is going to be my new thing. Till we move, I'm watching every freaking sunrise. Okay. But next time I'm bringing my chair, I'm sitting it on the beach Get to Odyssey, get a coffee, get a frittata, one of their delicious vegetable frittatas. By the way, they heated it up there. Have they ever had one where they heat it up there? Yeah. And I, then the center's cold? Oh. The outside's the hot? the center's cold. I didn't and know the that. the center's no, cold. No, I was going to say, they always heat it up for me. I always get it to go, and then I bring it back here, and I heat it up in our microwave. Anyway, I opened up TikTok, and there was a negative review on one of my TikToks, a bad comment, and it really took all the sunrise really? joy right out of me. Of your uh, TikTok or your New York uh, story? No, the one about uh, wedding invitations. Uh, wedding invitations? What yeah. did I say? So I made a TikTok. First off, do you have any comments about my sunrise story before I get into this subject of TikTok, Nick? I'd like you to talk about the majesty of nature or viewing it with groups or staring directly into the sun. Do you have any thoughts about that or Ocean Grove photography? Because there was another photographer. Yeah, I said the town we live in. We've moved past keeping that a secret. We're only going to be here for like three more weeks. Um, there was like another person with a $5,000 camera on the beach snapping photos. And it's like, these people move here, these retired people, and they just buy the best equipment and then just take pictures of the sunrise and post it on the Facebook group every day. 
Um, what I have to say is that I'd like to watch the sunrise once. You're going with me every day, bud. No, once. Um, number two, I want to say that uh, the majesty of nature that I'm concerned with absorbing for the next couple of weeks is the crispness and chilliness in the air. I mean, we're going to be going somewhere where it's probably not going to be crisp ever, right? That's a good point. It's going to be sweaty. We got a park to go to. We're, My favorite We're going to be like a couple hours from Tijuana, Mexico. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. get, we're clo- much closer to the equator uh, than we are right now. We are in the Northeast. This is the time where the Northeast beats everything else. It's the fall. That's the only time. Yeah, the best time. The summer, it's hot as hell. You know, there's beaches over here, so that's nice, but it's just hot as hell, and it's muggy, and it's, you know, it's summer. Summer's summer. Summer's get, the best season. You get summer season. everywhere. You're not a summer guy. Summer's my favorite season. Spring is spring. The winter sucks here, but the fall is great. So I do want to absorb fallness, so I'd like to be able to maybe go hiking around here, you know, something a couple of times. That's what I'm looking forward to. Seeing the sunrise, okay, I'm all right with that, but that's not on my my list of things mm. that I feel like I'm going to be missing out on, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. I'm sorry to hear about your frittata. <laughs> I do, I, that has not happened to me before. They've been pretty, uh, they've been Center pretty warm. Center was cold. Center was cold. Who, who cooked it? The cool gal with the, the like, purple Red hair. hair. Yeah, oh, no, reddish no, purple her? hair. Yeah. yeah, who's nice, who yeah. says... Who says um like awesome a lot or amazing? She's always yeah. like have an amazing day. I or- will say this 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 uh gal. I want to. She's probably like in her early twenties. Calling her calling somebody in their early twenties a woman. This woman. This woman is in her thirties. We must be talking about two different people. No, I, I you know I think she I, the way she carries herself is younger maybe. Okay, but she does look older. But I was gonna say this is like a goth, a goth gal. Yeah, she's like a goth. She has like, uh, she's gothy. Yeah. But her demeanor is very sunny. Super cheery. And She's and dressed goth- gothy, yes. but she's a pl- uh, pleasure to have serve Yeah, you. she's great. But I yeah. always, I found it interesting because I saw her the day she was training to be there. And I'm like, who's this goth gal that they, uh, they, they hired here? And then finally, when I got an a, a, a actual experience with her, I was like, oh, she's very happy to be here. Mm. Not goth, you would say. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean. Congratulations on seeing the sunrise. It does seem like it was a fail. No, I had a, an incredible time. Did okay, I just okay, complain okay. about it? I will say no, that no, I no. had an amazing the time. The idea that the sun was behind a cloud the whole time seems like everybody missed out on actually seeing it rise. No, I think the thing about the sun being behind the cloud was is that it resulted in me eventually staring straight at the sun for like a, a period of time where I was like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Um, no, and I had, then, And then by the time you had your frittata... You ate yeah. it there? Yeah, I ate with it there. The coffee? Yeah. Then you came back here. What time was it? Um, at that point, shoot, 8 a.m. So two hours you had spent out. Already. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent some time at the coffee shop. Um, I'll say that the sun, I left the beach around 7.20, I think, 7.20, 7.30. I got there at 6.30. Um, I sat there for about an hour. I will say the first 30 minutes of it was heaven. When it was just me and the old guy with the chair and the blanket and then the person at the far end of the pier, I did a lot of reflecting. I did a lot of just feeling good 
getting pumped about life in general and thinking about how excited I was to tell you the story of my sunrise adventure. Oh, quite an adventure. Now, you think you're going to crash? I am worried about that, yeah. I think you will. Yeah, I think I will. I think you'll be fast asleep about 4.30 p.m. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, okay, you want to hear about the TikTok? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, we, we go from the highs of highs to the lows of lows. Let me set this one up. Ashley's been having TikTok issues again, posting TikToks and then worrying about the response to TikToks. It's, it's a horrible life. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, it's a struggle it's being a, a creator it's a uh yeah it's 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 tough for ash to be it's, one of those people that just posts and walks away yes which i've become that person i just post and walk away um so yeah i mean ashley has bit was worried yesterday this is why her getting up at six o'clock this morning worries me because last night ashley was just not in a good state she was basically catatonic on the couch. Couldn't really understand. She was trying to tell me that there was something physically wrong with her. <laughs> she said she had a fever. And she said she couldn't feel her fingers or something. Like I, I don't know what was going on. But then I sat down next to her and I was like, oh, she's just a big baby. She's being a big baby. And I, I claimed it was because of one reason, uh, which is uh, Ashley's in the middle of a project. And I think she had all intentions on finishing the project by now. And it is not done. And I think she probably could have gotten it done yesterday, but didn't. And I think that was grating on her. That was gnawing at her, uh, making her feel like a failure. That's what I thought. Yeah, Nick kept trying to tell me that's what was going on. And I was like, stop calling me a failure. I don't, that's not what's <laughs> happening. And he's like, no, you feel bad because you haven't accomplished it. And I'm like, I guess now I do. But that was not oh, what I was thinking whatever. prior. Listen, I know best. But uh, no, I, I and then she admitted it, admitted to me that it was, of course, TikTok related because yeah. she put up a TikTok that was based on an idea and a, a real thought that she was having. And then she made that into sort of a joke, which she's per she performed on the uh, last comedy show that we were on. And now that joke has become a TikTok, but she's worried that she did not set it up correctly. Yeah. And she was like, oh, no, I don't think I, I said the right line and people are going to be confused and I need that line. It's important. And I go, well, delete it. No, don't tell me to delete things. I can't have you encouraging me deleting things. I can't keep deleting things. I keep putting things up and deleting them, and it's just no way to live. Okay. I just have to let things exist out there in the universe. Fine. But, but basically, if it's going to destroy your psyche, then, then you delete it. But okay. Now I find out that there is some responses to these TikToks that she doesn't like, which this is a, this is a, a road we've gone down quite a bit. People say some stuff that's kind of innocuous or maybe not positive but not negative almost just in the middle and that bothers ashley and then all of a sudden we're off to the races in the uh, anxiety spiral so ashley what's going on with this tiktok issue basically i have this premise for a joke that i've been kind of working out which is that if you are invited to a wedding and you don't feel cute then it should be understand it like everyone should understand that you don't have to go okay like if you you know, it shouldn't be like uh, you go, have go to, to go. Go to Ashley's TikTok. Take a look. It's the uh, last one you posted. Yes, the last one I posted. But basically the premise is. a few is, nice comments. The premise is like if you are invited to, you shouldn't have to go to a wedding if you don't feel cute. 
That's the premise. So then I do like an act out. I did an act out on stage of like what that wedding invitation would look like. Like I'm attending, I'm not attending. And then option number three is like, I really want to, but I've been eating, I've been microwaving s'mores in the microwave for the past year. And now every dress I put on in anthropology looks like a circus tent. So no, I will not be attending. So that's the basic idea. And then I took out, when I made the TikTok, I took out the line of like, um, if you're invited to a wedding, but you don't feel cute, you shouldn't have have to go and I just made it kind of like a wedding invite should have three options and I'm explaining this way too much on the pod and for that I am sorry Uh, I'm sorry for so many things I don't know if you've met me but I'm sorry for everything so I put this up and then the thing is is that a bunny rabbit makes a cameo in the TikTok while I'm filming it there's a bunny rabbit there and I was like oh my god here's this rabbit I showed the rabbit so I want to keep it up I like it I think it's fun blah 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 the comment this morning Nick was like, this makes me sad. Being fat does fat does not equal ugly. Oh no, here we go again. Yeah. And so my This is a big thing. This is a big thing on the internet. My res- I want to respond like, where did I say anything about being ugly? This is not about being ugly. This is about being comfortable. Like there is a huge difference. I, this person's clearly projecting. I didn't say anything about ugly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, why are they putting that on me? Listen, as a fat person, okay, and been a fat person my entire life, I feel like I could speak on this issue. I have to tell people, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. I have, Nick, uh, what the hell's going on over I there? I cheese stuck in my throat, <laughs> at, like a fat person would. Oh, my God. Um, I just woke up about 15 minutes ago. So I've been up for four hours. Know, you can kind of <laughs> tell from our vibes, can't you, folks? <laughs> Listen, I'm sure we got a lot of fatties listening to this, okay? I mean, I feel like we bring fat people in pretty what? easily on this podcast. You know, we talk a lot about food and TV. I mean, that's kind of it's the wheelhouse. Now, as a fat person, I want to say to these sort of people who are now pushing this sort of fat shaming sort of thing on the internet, yes, please do not shame people for being fat. But just because another person claims they feel fat and they don't like it does not mean that uh, your com- your com- comfortability of being fat is being like challenged you know what i mean like to 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 each his own here um i i don't like this trend um and as a as a person who's just struggled with their weight my entire life i the idea that these fat people on the internet would <laughs> have the balls to put themselves out there and be like Fat people, fat is not ugly. Fat is this and that. And then like showing themselves being all fat and saying that they're not ugly. I, 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 I want to applaud it being like things have changed. And now look at these people owning their fatness and it's not ugly. Like I wish I was on that end, but I am on the end of like, dude, just don't, don't point a finger at your fatness and no one will look at you because we're all, unfortunately, that person whose comment pops up, I then click on the comment. And then I try to look at this person. I go, yeah, this person is a fatty. Oh, that sucks. All right. Well, okay. That person said a thing. Like, just put it away. Just pretend like they're not talking about you. That's what's nice about being fat is no one's really going to call you a fat ass unless you're like in uh, in like a debate with somebody on the internet and they don't like you and they're a piece of shit. Or if like you're in school or something, pretty much just people step away. Just be like, I'm like a person's fat. I'm probably not going to mention that. And they just walk <laughs> away. But why point at yourself and go, I'm fat. Why are you saying this stuff about yourself? And be like, well, nobody asked. But now that you did say it, I'm looking at you and you are a fat person. 
You know, like I don't understand sort of this mentality of like they're taking a stand for other fat people. Yeah, I don't get it because it's also like I can't stress this enough. This is not about ugly. I didn't say anything about ugly. This is about just like not feeling comfortable. It's it's a bad look. uh, Well, it's a bad look to be fat, but it's also a bad look. Hey, I'm telling you, I don't like it for myself. I think that when I'm a big fat guy, like I'm at my fattest, I look worse than when I look healthier. So that's my take on it, okay? But the people out there who want to own it and stuff, I'm sorry, but like I am as a fat person not behind this like bodies are different and like fat is, you know, like beautiful is is subjective and blah blah blah. Like yes, like people can find fat people incredibly attractive. Like that might be what their tastes are. I get it and that's great. Go find that pair. But there's there's something different about being like born with a problem or born with something that is people ostracize and something that you just eat too much food cuz you have no ability to stop. I don't know. Like if I were to be like, "Boy, I I I don't like to go to weddings cuz I get too drunk." And when I get too drunk, I feel like a fucking idiot because drunk people are stupid. And then some fucking drunk divorced dad or something on the internet being like, hey, listen, like I'm a drunk guy and I don't think it's cool, man. Drunk people are cool. And like, this ain't cool, man. Just because drunk people are dumb, you think drunk people are stupid? Keep it to yourself, man, because drunk is beautiful, man. Like, you did that to yourself, you drunk piece of shit. Babe, you cannot, you can, this is not a, <laughs> not a correct analogy to Why? compare Why? alcoholism to it's being an, it's overweight. An it's an addiction. But you don't, there's a lot of reasons why someone could be overweight. It's not just overeating. Other than fat, other than being a fat person who eats too much? Yeah, yeah. No. There are, babe. This is some what internalized. The, what are the other reasons why? You have internalized Ash, fat phobia. Tell me why. <laughs> tell me why people are fat. Because there could be all sorts of like hormonal things with your thyroid and okay. insulin production. Well, There's like real reasons why I people have are overweight. Never met a fat person that was that 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 was the issue. Nick, never. this is wrong. Never. <laughs> this is wrong. This exists. No, you know what exists? Big old hoagies. <laughs> no, there's genetics, there's hormones. Root beer. <laughs> it's not all overeating. Oh, yeah, meatball sandwiches. What about like institutionalized poverty and people not having access to fresh food? That's not like, that's not a choice I've they're seen making. so many skinny poor people. I just have. It's genetics, babe. No, it ain't. Babe, you're wrong about this. Listen, just because your fat ass wants to blame it on genetics. I'm, this, I'm worried that you have internalized fat phobia against yourself. I don't yourself. have internalized fat phobia. I don't, I mean, I know how I got fat. I ate a bunch of food real quick. Because <laughs> I like to eat pizza. You know what I mean? French fries are good. You know, but I'm sorry. My drunk analogy is perfect. It's not perfect. It is. You cannot. And I I could feel bad for somebody who's a food addict. Like this motherfucker can't stop eating. And I feel bad for this person. Like they need help. You know what I mean? Like, wow, you're binging clearly on some food because of some problems you have mentally, uh, you know, and, and you're down on yourself and you can't stop. I'm a compulsive eater. Like that's how I eat. I have to like eat the whole thing and I have to like finish it off. And I, I'm like, it's like voracious, you know, and I, I have problems with that. I do feel like I have an addiction to food that I'm like constantly battling. Um, 
you know, much like an alcoholic and beer. That's I I understand like if you're making fun of like somebody being like you are fat and there it's all your fault and fuck you like I understand like so be like whoa like I have issues man like okay like keep it to yourself but the idea be like I am a fucking fatty and that is cool and you can't tell me that I can't be fat it's like well be fat person but shut the fuck up because guess what fat ass. Guess what, fat ass? You're just like me. The reason you're a fat piece of shit is because you like cookies. You like cookies, and normal people eat two cookies, and you eat all the cookies. And that's the problem. I don't think there's any such thing as like normal. Normal people have a glass of wine. You drink the bottle. I don't think there's such a thing as normal. I think everyone's relationship with food, there's so many factors. And again, you're really like... You are simplifying such a complex matter. Like there are legitimate health things. There's hormonal stuff. There's, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm a freaking comedian, but I know that the thyroid does something. Okay. You don't know shit. Bring that, up that comment. Let's talk to this I know guy. that people have insulin issues. I know that there are genetic things at play that cause people to hold on to weight and have low metabolisms where some people have high metabolisms. Like you have to admit that's true. This girl I know named Gina, when we were 12, she used to eat a Big Mac and fries and a large Coke every day. She was a hundred pounds. Meanwhile, I was on a low carb diet. Okay. Yes, but that's probably all she ate. No, she was eating all sorts of shit, Nick. Okay. And she just was skinny naturally. No, she I had a high metabolism. A... Oh, Lily Lily's like pissed. Lily's, Lily's pissed. pissed. Lily, Lily we left. We weren't talking about you, Lily. Lily, you're the perfect size. I have I was noticing that Lily looked like a chonker. Nick, stop. <laughs> you're not allowed to do this to our child. Listen. I, Lily's you, our cat. You are wrong about this, and I fear for you because the internet is coming for you big <laughs> Not time. These people, these people like us, and they'll. I, I'm. If we get an email where you say that I'm wrong, I will be thank you. I'll go thank you for emailing us. You care, all right? So bring on the bring on the emails. Tell me that I'm wrong. Just remember. I'm a big fat guy. I think so it's don't important to remember that just because you're a big fat guy doesn't mean you can speak for fat people all over the planet, babe. Why? Because That's my experience. You don't represent all fat people. I represent the cool ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can. The fat people have made it out there. You know, there are a bunch of fat people that just never got it together. Anyway, we're, we're going to agree to disagree on this, but I That's feel fine. like... I think we're on the same page. And we're not. Oh, we are I, not. Let I the record have, show. I must have missed something. But my thing is, is that like with this comment, I want to reply under it like, what? where did I say anything about fat equaling ugly? Like this is about comfort, my level of comfort. Like this has nothing to do with fat being attractive or unattractive. I don't even say attractive, unattractive, ugly. I don't say any of those words. So I, I want to comment under them, but I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to engage because in the past when I have engaged with comments, it's always a back and forth and a battle that I can't win as the creator. I've seen other people like there's been commenters who follow me who've like gone and and gone to battle for me on my behalf and somehow that gets wrapped up easily because it's just like two commenters talking to each other but when a, like the person who made the video steps in it becomes weird i feel yeah, like you let this go you let this person do what they're gonna do which <laughs> is probably eat some cake 
and move on. Do I delete life. it or do I leave it up there? You leave it up there. Never delete a fatty's comment. Nick, stop calling them fatty. You don't know that. You don't know anything about them. This person's probably trolling you, by the way. Probably wants this reaction from you. So just well, let it go. Let it go. They they did take the wind out of my sails Who a cares? little bit. Who cares? Move on. Okay, I'd like to move on to something. Are you ready for it? Yeah, my next ahead, topic. Go we got to talk about Squid Game no. because we have to. Because I didn't watch it. I know, but I want to talk about that. Well, go find a friend. No, I want to talk about the fact that you didn't watch oh, it. Oh, okay, go ahead. So Nick and I, everybody's talking about Squid Game. I've gotten a couple comments from listeners being like, "Are you guys going to talk about Squid Game?" And uh, the truth is, is that I watched the whole thing by myself. Because Nick and I sat down to watch it, and he does what he likes to do the most when we watch television, which is fall asleep. So he fell asleep around the 30-minute mark. And What can I say? I'm a fat guy. <laughs> okay. This, is, this has gone on too far. I'll have you know, folks, I lost 108 pounds one year. Okay, I gained about 55 of it back, but I never got back to that weight. You know how I did it? Very simple. I stopped eating so much food. Nick, this is, I don't know how to, I don't know where to go from here. Um, Where do we go from here? Okay, so. Squid Games. Not a fat person in that whole show. Um, Is that true? I think you might be right, actually. Uh Uh-oh. Let's write a think piece about it. I, it's called Squid Game, not Squid Games. Right, 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 of course. Um, It's called Squid Game, and we watched it. I, we watched the first episode together. Nick fell asleep for half of it. So in the morning, I was like so excited to watch the second episode. And Nick was like, I don't even remember the first episode. And I was like, babe, are you going to watch it? And he was like, maybe. And I was like, I can't wait for you. Because that is the effect that Squid Game has on you. You need to watch all of it. So I basically binged, uh, I think it's like eight episodes. They're all an hour. And I binged it in maybe two or three days, which I would not recommend. Okay. I don't think it was good for my mental health because it is so violent and there's so much like stress and um, like negative feelings <laughs> that that come up while you're watching this, even though it's also incredibly entertaining and you're on the, you're the edge of the seat, you're at the edge of your seat the whole time. But um, I binged it in like three days and I, I had to keep going. I wanted to talk about it with Nick so bad that I would tell him parts of the story and then explain the parts that I wanted to discuss with him, um, which he seemed to be into. But then I think it also sort of sealed the deal on him not watching the show at all. Is that true? Uh, what sealed the deal was quite simply like, I wasn't going to catch up with you and I just don't see myself cramming in the six hours of television or however long it is. Six apps? Uh, I think it's eight. I, I didn't see myself cramming in eight hours of television like right now. It didn't fit into my- Your agenda. My agenda. It's Halloween-ish time. All of my little extra time that's not going to be devoted to the challenge or survivor is going, or pro wrestling, is going to be watching scary movies and and, and horror content. So uh, Squid Game, from what I could tell, yes. Maybe there's some um, psychedelic elements to it. Maybe there's some uh, insane sort of uh, uh, imagery and some suspenseful, uh, anxiety-ridden scenes. But not really what I consider October content, you know, I need the Halloweens, you know, I'm, uh, I, I was hoping to watch Scream or something this week. Also, I need to get into my Shudder account and at least put away a couple of those weirdo Shudder horror movies 
that and that guy been paying for the goddamn thing for a year and a half and uh, i've only watched it in october you love uh, paying for shutter and not watching it i know well because every time i put it on it makes me happy so why yeah this is what I do not understand. So Nick and I are watching Halloween movies. I'm watching, um, we did. We watched John Carpenter's Halloween, which you talked about on Patreon. And then we watched the two most recent Halloween movies, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, which we're going to talk about on our second Patreon. And we're, we are going to watch Scream tonight. I also have like a desire to watch this new, I know what you did last summer miniseries. Yeah, I kind of do too, but I bet you it sucks. I think it's good. Is it? I don't really like when they like uh, newify one of these. Like I've never like Scream was a series on MTV <clears throat> for many seasons. I'll and say that the BB twenty three Twitter, Big Brother twenty three Twitter, uh, some of them are talking about this show. What are they saying? That they're like they're like we need to discuss it. I don't want to. I don't. I things about like who do you think it is? Blah blah blah. Right, Someone right, right. DM me. I want to talk like they're not saying anything. No one's saying like it's good. Right. <laughs> no one's saying it's bad. Everyone's saying like I don't want to say a spoiler on here. So I have a question about blah blah blah. Can you DM DM me if you're also watching? So it's just like people are like interested in yeah. it. Okay. Um, but it's interesting that you you say that Squid Game is not Halloween because in my mind it's so gory that it counts as a Halloween sort of a spooky sort of um, viewing experience. But you were talking about putting on Shudder. Shudder makes you feel so good. I don't get any positive like emotions or emotional release from watching horror movies. So that's what I don't understand. Because some people like freaking love horror movies. Like they want to watch they want to watch thrillers. They want to watch um, spooky stuff. They want to watch gory stuff. They get something out of it. I yeah. don't get anything. Like, what is it that you get? You get, like, a boost of some yeah. kind? Yeah. What is that? It's thrilling in ways. Um, I find, like, super gore to be pretty funny because it's a, the absurdity of it is kind of, like, insane. And, and I think really good sort of gory horror movies are also intended to be a little funny that they often go hand in hand where it's like kind of goofy almost it's like so crazy that you're like what the fuck and you just kind of laugh at it because you're like this guy just got his head emulsified you know what i mean like because you know it's like so random or shocking or something you're just like your body just is like whoa you laugh a little bit um because it's like insane you know you're like what the hell am i watching I also like uh, movies like the old, the older movies with the practical effects. I just like that we're watching somebody like build like a, a dummy to like explode, you know, and it kind you can kind of tell, but that's kind of the part of it where you're like, oh, that's so great. I mean, uh, the movie, a lot of John Carpenter movies have practical effects in them that I like. Like we're going to watch The Thing at some point. And there are some gory ass practical effects in that movie uh, where you're like, it's extreme. But it's also like, what the fuck? And the practical effects that they use uh, are incredible. Like somebody who rigs up like a machine to explode in this way and what they're filling it with. Like you watch these like documentaries, like how they got the blood to look like this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, like creep, you know, like uh, 
creepy, creepy guys who are like really into effects and they're just like getting into the nerdy side of like, yeah, we got the blood to look like that because we actually, this is what we actually use. And you like find out that they're like putting like, it's like we actually well, dropped the, in order for the, the, the blood to, to work with the lights. We actually put some glitter in the, in the thing. And that's why you see it kind of shines and it pops on screen. Like that sort of stuff to me is like very interesting. So that's my sort of, my favorite. I also like, you know, like I like the Halloween style, like the original sort of like slasher stuff, because there's something so classic about it that I really like. There's nostalgia involved. It's always kind of the same sort of thing. It's kind of like the scream thing where like a town is being terrorized, like the teens of a town are being terrorized by some sort of, uh, you know, uh, monster in some ways, like the original I Know What You Did Last Summer, or the original Scream series and all that stuff. Like there's something nostalgic to me about watching like, the teeny bopper sort of like kids running around a town, like running away from some slasher. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot in there. Um, yeah. Now I understand like being interested in sort of like the nerd lore, like how this was made and like this thing, you know, that's what I really got into with the Halloween trivia we were going over in the Patreon. Like I love all those little details that you discover when you do a deep dive into a movie. But what I'm speaking about specifically is sort of a psychological phenomenon where that goes hand in hand with roller coasters, where um, we as humans have these sort of constructs like roller coasters, horror movies movies where we get to play out these sort of extreme emotions right where we get to have these like extreme emotions but it's in the um it's in it's in a, a foundation of safety because ultimately we are not being stalked and stabbed we are flying up and down a mountain but we're strapped into a coaster seat so it's like we get to play with these um sort of extreme experiences that are ultimately safe and that's why people like roller coasters that's why people like horror movies i am not interested in playing with those emotions and I guess it's just something I should talk to my therapist about because I'm fascinated that other people are because I know that there are like, like I have a friend who's like a roller coaster. She like calls herself like a, a roller coaster junkie, which actually I think is probably no longer politically correct. Like throwing around the term junkie is like a, I'm a, I, I'm addicted to stickers, you know, like that sort of thing. Like we probably shouldn't be saying that, but she's just like, I love that feeling of like being out of control, but knowing that ultimately I'm safe. And. And I don't ever want to feel out of control or in danger. I'm just not interested in playing with that. Um, so that's that's how I feel, listener. How do you feel? I'm yeah, very curious. That's not what happens in a movie. You're not out of control or in danger. You are. You're playing with the emotion of being in danger. Because okay. that's why people like movies. It's because you are experiencing. It's, it's a, what is that? Um, when you, the something of disbelief or um, like, the curtain between you and reality is sort of the, the line is blurred. You put yourself in the movie, you know, people experience the art when they're watching a movie in a first person type scenario. We relate to the main character. We feel the main character's pain, the horror. Jamie Lee Curtis is being chased and we feel that panic that is playing with that emotion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why some people like. I also am not affected by these movies. I don't ever what? have. I don't ever have nightmares about Come them. Come on. We've been watching just Michael Myers stuff for the past, you know, half a week every night before we go to bed. Not once has Michael Myers showed up in my dreams. But you've thought you've seen him in this room. No, I don't have any of that. Really? I just don't have my brain. I'm too logically minded. 
uh, too logically sound. To I won't go into I, the basement. I know, and I have no problem going to the basement. I just know, I, I just know Michael Myers isn't going to be down there. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, sure, there are random acts of violence here and there, but that's not Michael Myers. Michael Myers is one guy who slowly walks around and kills people. Like he's not coming here. You know. One of the things that came up on the trivia for Halloween that we did not discuss on the pod, I'm going to tell you now because it fits into this conversation, is that Siskel and Ebert were talking about like the scariest movies of all time. And they were talking about how terrifying Halloween was. And I don't know if, if this was Siskel or Ebert. It was one of them. But after they saw the movie, they took a cab home, even though they only lived two blocks away. They didn't want to do the walk by themselves. They took a cab home, ran into their house, locked the door, checked uh, their shower curtain to make sure someone wasn't hiding in their tub. So they were that affected. Yeah. Which I thought, that's never happened to you. You've never pulled back the shower curtain? Yes. After I saw Scream. Yeah. When I was a kid. I thought possibly the scream killer could have been in my closet. Yeah. Like I remember being like, oh no. Oh shit. There's a lot of closets here. But I saw Scream. What time? When did Scream come out? 1995 or something? Yeah, something like that. I was nine. You know, so it's, uh, Makes sense, you know. Why what I mean? were you seeing Scream at nine? I don't know. I probably saw it on HBO or something, you know. But I did see it, so I don't know. It's uh, yeah. It's I just don't. I'm not affected that way, and I like to see well made. I also there's something like you know I'm <clears throat> I collect VHS yeah. tapes, and I like sort of low budget weird VHS tapes. You love them. There's something very low budget B movie about a lot of the horror movies, especially on Shutter. There's lots of yeah. stuff you've never heard before, and it's just like weird concepts of like B movies or like indie movies that are like made on a shoestring budget. And I like that. Like anything that kind of harkens back to like VHS sort of nostalgia and like uh, um, that sort of quality. I just gives me a thrill to see like something weird in in and filmed in that way. So there's definitely a connection. That's why like I got into collecting VHS like last year, and I you know of course I'm on like on forums and I'm looking through eBay and I'm hearing people kind of talk about other collectors. The main thing people collect are horror movies on VHS because there's a connection between the two, like the shitty quality. If like people they keep rebooting Halloween, they keep rebooting Jason, they keep rebooting. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre like kind of made its bones off of like these events actually happened. This film quality sucks. You know, that's basically what it says when the movie comes on. Like these are based on a true events, which not really. That's just something they put in there for effect. Um, but also you- the movie sucks. It looks shitty and that adds to the scariness of it. So like the shittier quality of the old timey movies is kind of the, the what is kind of the hook for me. I like that. And then you reboot it in 2015 and it's just like a big budget version of uh, the movie that scared me when I was 11 years old or 13 years old or whatever. It's not scary because it's just like I know these actors like mm. I never seen those fucking actors. Uh, the only time I ever saw those actors were when they were getting hacked up by Leatherface and never saw them again. You know what I mean? So, you know, there, there's a, there's something about this where you're like, is this real? Like, I don't know, are these people getting killed? Like, what the hell is going on here? This looks too real. It looks like some asshole with like a, you know, a fucking big VCR style fucking uh, recorder is filming some craziness, you know? There's something about that. The, the polished big budgetness kind of takes away from all that stuff. 
stuff. And uh, that's why Shudder's great, because Shudder has all of the weirdo shit that you've never even heard before. And then there's a whole ver t bunch of filmmakers who are making movies to look that way, because that's the vibe they're going for. They want that 80s, 70s sort of... Uh, shitty quality film. I will say I was excited when we were trying to find Halloween on the apps and we um, ultimately could not find it. I think Nick had to rent the 19... Uh, it was on Shutter. Oh, it was on Shutter. Yes. Okay. Well, there was like an op there was a moment where we, we might have to rent it and we were kind of going through all the other Shutter movies to watch until we found it on Shutter and we bookmarked like 3 and I do want to see them because they're exactly what you're talking yes. about. It was like Satan's orgy cult. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, it's like intense and weird. Yeah, you know? like the night of the damned teens and they're, like They're like uh, another one of my favorite uh, subgenres of horror is like um uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, psychedelic horror? Yeah. Uh, where people are like, not like, we're like, is this a dream? Is this not a dream? You know, I would and say. And yet you've never seen Into the Mouth of Madness. I have. And In the Mouth of Madness is John Carpenter, by the way. What? Yes. You're talking about where they're trying to like summon like the Satan in that house or whatever it is. No. Or what is it? It's about a author who goes missing and uh, someone who goes to try and find them. And they end up in like one of their books. Oh, uh, maybe maybe this isn't the carpet. Is that into the okay? I don't know. Let me. I, I loved Into the Mouth of Madness in high school. It was like the only look it up movie while I, I would while watch. I talk about this, but like a modern day like psychedelic horror movie that uh, you may like or maybe even saw is Mandy. Mandy is like that where you're watching. I was going to ask you if you ever watch that. That's it's on the. Sh it's on Shutter. That's the um. What's his name? Nicholas Cage. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, Mandy is like, you can't tell what you're watching. And a lot of, uh, in the movie, I believe, they're taking drugs. So you're like, is this, cr you know, this is insane. What is he seeing? Like, it, there's something about that, not being able to trust your senses. And Ooh, I love, I love an unreliable narrator. Yeah, so it's, uh, I, I don't know, Shudder offers a lot of that stuff. Okay, Into the Mouth of Madness is a 1994 American horror film directed and scored by John Carpenter. Yeah, I've seen this. Um, uh, John Trent, an insurance investigator, visits a small town while looking into the disappearance of a successful author of horror novels and begins to question his sanity as the lines between reality and fiction seem to blur. Yes, that was uh, in this film. And uh, the film is the third installment in what Carpenter refers to as his apocalypse trilogy preceded by the thing and prince of darkness i didn't know that prince of darkness is the one in the house where they're trying to summon uh, like the devil using like science like is in. it good it's okay it's okay we're gonna watch the thing i guess i'm a john carpenter fan yeah there's no I reason didn't realize there's no that. reason not to he's he's fantastic we got so many horror movies to watch babe well john carpenter does other things that aren't horror Starman, look that up i loved um escape new york uh, escape from New York. Whatever. Um, folks, that has been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we just kind of chit chatting, chat chitting away. Hey, listen, uh, people who are overweight, don't, don't, don't be upset. Can you guys me. forgive don't Nick? Just forgive me. It's okay? a lot of self hatred going I, on. It's not self hatred. I just, you know, I'm trying to figure out my own life and I just don't like that there's uh, some fluffy man coming after my woman. Babe, I internet. think you're beautiful. Hey, of <laughs> course I am. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.